0: Hello and welcome to the Smart Witch Podcast and thank you so much for joining me. Today we are going to talk about rising signs in astrology and this is kind of a follow-up to an episode that I did talking about the dynamic between the sun, moon, and rising signs And that's a really good place to start if you're not familiar with what the rising sign even refers to, or if you're not even really familiar with the idea of natal astrology beyond just the sun sign. That's a really good place to start. But assuming that you are familiar with the fact that you do have other signs at play in your birth chart than just your sun sign, we are going to go into the rising sign and what it means depending on what that is. So... Um, if you haven't already gone to your astrology website of choice I like astro.com and looked up your rising sign this is a really good time to do that before I begin and for this you will need your exact location at the time of your birth as well as your birth time um, so if you need to text your mom or dig up your birth certificate this is a good time to do that if you don't have your exact time you can just use midnight although it um, It won't necessarily be accurate, unfortunately. Um, It will at least give us something to go on and hopefully it resonates with you. But really, for the rising sign, the exact time is definitely ideal. So hopefully you do have access to that. But if not, just for the purpose of staying with me and starting somewhere, I just recommend for now using Midnight. And I'm sure that you could probably contact your hospital where you were born in order to get the exact time at a later date if you really are interested in revisiting this further. So we did already talk about this in um, that aforementioned episode on the sun, moon, and rising signs and how they interact with each other and differ from each other and work together. Um, But we are just going to redefine that for this episode as um, literally and physically, the rising sign is the zodiac sign that's rising over the eastern horizon at the precise moment during which we were born. And how that plays out in the birth chart is Our rising sign is sort of the mask that we wear. It's the energy that we take on when we meet a new person, and it's how we basically are comfortable um, identifying ourselves to the world. And it's the sign that people would guess us as if they don't know us very well. It's the sign that our coworkers know us as. It's the sign that our acquaintances know us as. And it's really just the sign that we feel is our best way to move around in the world within the context of our surface level engagements and interactions. So it's not that this is a, a false um, impression of who you are, as much as it's, it's not, just not necessarily the deepest truth of who you are but it is a facet of you so it's still important to consider the rising sign and especially because this is the sign where we really when we're embodying and embracing this nature we thrive and flourish. And um, so, to know what our rising sign is really is the key to knowing how we can rock our image that we naturally already gravitate toward, but to really just get conscious of it and know how to move around the world in our best way, which I think is really appropriate considering that we're in the Gemini moon cycle right now, which is actually why I wanted to release this episode now. So, that's what the rising sign is. Um, so hopefully at this point you know what your rising sign is And if you don't, you can always just come back and listen to this episode again once you do have that information. And I do recommend, in addition to looking at your own natal birth chart, that's obviously a really good place to start, but it's also really fun to learn the birth charts of your friends, your family members, and your lovers, um, especially the rising sign, because again, that is the sign that you would peg people as when you don't know them that well. So even like your acquaintances and coworkers, their sun and moon signs aren't necessarily going to play as much of a factor in your relationships with them if they're pretty much just surface level um, as much as the the rising sign will. So because that's the sign that you're going to deal with for everybody that you know from your barista to your lover, the rising sign is going to play a factor it's going to be something that you'll, you'll see and have to deal with frequently. It's definitely good to know what that energy is. And it also just helps you understand the person a little little bit better, which I find to be really conducive to intimacy and connection. So this is just my quick take on how each of the 12 zodiac signs manifest as a rising sign. And, um, for more information on this, you can get a birth chart reading from a professional astrologer. But this is, as I said, just like a very quick little um, musing on how I I feel and have noticed the signs do assume a like ascendant type of vibe. So if you have Aries as your ascendant, this is a very direct extroverted Um, initiative ascendant, you are probably very assertive. You're probably very direct and straightforward and to the point. You're definitely a straight shooter. You might be known as being even a little bit confrontational at times or possibly aggressive, but you really are very good at advocating for yourself and also standing up for other people in the space. You're definitely probably known as being an initiator in your environment, whether in your friend group or at work. You're probably known as being somewhat pioneering and someone that tends to start new things Someone that's not afraid to go first, someone that tends to be very bold, you tend to bring a lot of physical energy to any space that you grace with your presence physically, because the ascendant can reveal a lot of insight into our physical appearance. Aries rising people tend to have regardless of their hair color, um, like kind of a reddish sheen to their hair when the light hits it. So that's kind of interesting. If you have Aries as your ascendant, by the way, you also look fantastic in the color red and look fabulous in hats, so that's something to consider. And Aries rising people are pretty much always in a hurry. They're always rushing off to get to some place. They tend to move very quickly. They often can be a little bit reckless and they tend to get hurt often um, just because they can be clumsy because they're always in a rush. They don't always look where they're going. They tend to run into things a lot, trip frequently. So that's something to keep in mind if you are an Aries rising person. It's always beneficial to, of course, embrace that part of yourself that really likes to push forward with enthusiasm. But you're also going to want to remember to stop and smell the roses every now and then. And also you know, not to move so quickly that you don't really know where you're going and end up hurting yourself, which is common. Literally, a lot of Aries rising people have a lot of scars, especially on their heads from injuries, especially early in life. That's very common. Um, But Aries rising people are also extremely passionate and that's usually something that they're going to wear on their sleeve. That's something that will be immediately apparent about them is whatever it is that they're passionate about is going to be something that they talk about frequently and really carry with them everywhere they go. Um, this sign is also extremely um, like self-oriented, and so they usually are going to come off as being a little bit absorbed in their own experience, and regardless of what their sun or moon sign is, whether that's a little bit more um, introspective and soft-spoken, Aries rising people are usually going to seem to be um, pretty confident. They're really going to be a-, a loud personality usually in the room, and they're ten, they tend to be really good leaders also, Aries rising people, because they, are, they do bring such confidence um, and they're very good at taking initiative and that's how they show up in the world. They're kind of that first initial burst of energy and enthusiasm and they're very good at um, getting projects off the ground. So Taurus rising people, first of all, it's worth noting that Taurus rising people are actually some of the most physically attractive people. They tend to have really good facial symmetry because this is a sign that is very heavily focused on beauty and it's also a sign ruled by Venus. So really your aesthetic Physical appearance is blessed by the goddess of love and beauty herself. So if you're a Taurus rising, you tend to have really good skin. You tend to have really good facial symmetry. And regardless of gender, you probably have really soft feminine features. And Taurus rising people are usually moving very slow. You can usually identify them because they walk slowly. Their movements are very deliberate and very sensual. And Taurus rising people come off as being extremely patient They tend to be really good listeners. They're very grounded and they feel really present when you're talking to them. Taurus rising people also have usually beauty and um, creativity are a, a major part of their identity. So anything that they do for like... Creativity as a creative outlet is going to be something that they wear on their sleeve. It's going to be something that's a fundamental part of their identity. And also if they are involved in any way in the arts, not necessarily in um, the creative endeavors that they pursue or the projects that they're involved in, but maybe they're just a patron or supporter of the arts, um, this is again going to be something that's immediately clear about them, something that they um, really work as part of their image. They're really comfortable there. Um, So yeah, and they also, as I said, they tend to move physically very slowly. They're very attractive, usually very sensual and um, often very curvaceous physically, especially the women. And um, yeah, really a very attractive um, rising sign to have overall and then if Gemini is your rising sign now this is a rising sign that I'm very familiar with because it's my sister's rising sign and it's actually we think it's my father's but we don't actually know for sure because we we don't know his birth time but I think it probably is but I know for a fact it's my sister's and so Gemini rising people are very social. Now, because this is the rising sign though, this isn't speaking to like necessarily their preference or what they crave. It's really just speaking to how they project themselves. So even you know if they have more of a of an introspective introverted sun or moon sign, that might be their preference to stay home and not be around people. But nonetheless, they can really turn it on when they're in a room with lots of different people. They can really work the room. Gemini rising people, um, even if they have more, as I said, soft-spoken sun or moon signs, they really are very conversational. They are extremely good at taking control of a conversation. They're really good at making other people comfortable and social situations they ask really really good questions and they have a real natural curiosity of people which really contributes to their overall charm gemini rising people are also extremely knowledgeable about a wide, vast array of different subjects. They often aren't experts in any one particular area, like bearing a PhD or anything like that. But normally they are like very well versed in, like I said, um, a lot of different subjects, but not necessarily, it's kind of like that saying, um, Jack of all trades, master of none. That's very Gemini rising. But what's good about that is that they can really hold a conversation with many different types of people about many different subjects because They've dabbled with so many different things and they just know so many different people and have so many different experiences and contacts that they really can relate to pretty much anybody and meet them where they are, which is another reason why Gemini rising people just tend to be so socially capable and graceful and pleasant to be around in any sort of a social gathering or situation. Now Gemini rising can be a little bit tricky because they have a really short attention span and with Gemini rising in particular more so than Gemini moon or sun people they always have like this antenna going so when they're in a room you get the impression that they're only ever half listening to you because they're very in tune with everything else that's going on in their environment and this really isn't something that they can turn off so that's kind of one of the lower vibe expressions of Gemini rising people is they don't ever really feel completely present you can tell that they're always a little bit distracted and even though they're the type of speaker and conversationalist that's going to really keep you on your toes and keep you interested they themselves can become a little bit restless And they also can be a little bit disorganized in the way that they communicate. They can jump from topic to topic really quickly. They can be kind of hard to follow and stay with and they become distracted and as a result, they can kind of be a little bit interruptive and they'll kind of abandon one thought, jump onto another thought. But overall, they're really fun to talk to. The other thing about Gemini rising people is that they can be hard to form a genuine connection with at first, unless of course they have a really emotional um, sun sign such as a a water sign, really. So um, Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces as their sun sign, this will help. Um, But most Gemini rising people are going to be difficult to form any sort of a deep connection with because they are just fundamentally restless and distracted and their energy can be a little bit scattered, especially within those first couple of minutes of getting to know them before they then settle into their sun sign. When they're still in that ascendant mode, they're definitely going to be only half listening to you and very distracted by everything else going on in the room and everyone else in it. But Gemini people are really fabulous, very intellectual, um, really good to have around and a good time for sure. And then so cancer rising people come off regardless of sun or moon sign as being a little bit to themselves. They can be a little bit difficult to read and they can actually fluctuate pretty dramatically, not only in terms of their moods, but also even in terms of their image. They can feel really different vibrationally from one moment to another. And that's truly because they change moment to moment, just like the moon. And so as a result, that can be hard to read, but. Interestingly, cancer um, rising people are very good at reading you. These are the kinds of people that as soon as you meet them, you immediately know that they know what you're thinking. And they're very empathetic and sympathetic and compassionate, which is the highest expression of cancer rising people. They're the type of people that as soon as you meet them, you feel inclined to tell them everything about your life. Pisces rising people also kind of have this effect on us. Um, But what's nice is that cancer rising people, although they're often um a little more quiet they don't usually like to draw a lot of attention to themselves they have a real magnetism though they're very um quietly alluring they have a real presence that's very feminine and it is related to just their ability to connect to us so deeply. They're really good listeners and they're extremely nurturing and so if you are a cancer rising person, you probably find that you tend to attract to you a lot of people who are just sort of psychically displaced, um, a lot of people that have a story to tell, people that feel a little bit broken, people that need your nurturing and your support. And are looking for a compassionate shoulder and cancer rising people are very quick to give that they're usually known as being um, like regardless of gender the motherly or nurturing figures in their communities and environments because they do just so naturally take people under their wing and they're very good at making people feel loved and cared for which is kind of their superpower. Cancer moon people normally dress in layers, or I'm sorry, not cancer moon people, cancer rising people normally dress in layers. They like ponchos, they like hoodies, they like sweatshirts. They like things that they can take off as they become more comfortable and become like acclimated to a space. I know that sounds silly, but they really do like to feel sort of protected when they first enter a space while they sort of... um suss out the vibe and then they'll sort of tend to open up as they get more comfortable, but usually it takes them a moment. That's very Cancer Rising-esque. And usually, again, very physically attractive as well as just energetically magnetic. Cancer rising people normally have really big doe eyes and they're also extremely creative and again normally this is something that they wear on their sleeve. Most cancer rising people are really imaginative and are involved in the arts in some way either by being directly involved in the arts or by again just being really interested in the arts or supportive of the arts and this is something that they'll usually work into their identity into a pretty significant way. And then if you're a Leo rising, so one of my best friends who's actually also an Aquarius sun like myself, she's a Leo rising. And what's interesting about that is I'm a Libra rising. So it's really fun because when we go out in public, we're both Aquarians, but obviously when we're just engaging with people we don't know that well, it's going to be the rising sign that comes out. So it's really fun because the difference between us is pretty highlighted in those types of situations where we're both engaged in the world. And it's kind of fun to watch her. So Leo rising people are usually going to be the center of attention in a room. They're extremely warm, they're extremely magnetic and they're normally extremely loud. Now in their highest expression, they bring lots of physical energy much like Aries rising people and they, sorry, my cat just knocked a bunch of stuff over. Um, And they also are very regal. There's something extremely, almost a royal feeling about Leo rising people. They have a lot of self-confidence. And again, this isn't necessarily their truest um, self. So they might actually be battling with deeper insecurity depending much more so on the moon sign, but they come off as being very confident, very regal, very royal and very sovereign. They have like a real empowering presence that can make you feel validated just by being next to them and near them. Usually Leo rising people have very excellent hair. They usually like to rock really big hair. A lot of times it's really curly and they love to like be dramatic in their appearance. So normally If they're, you know, really into makeup, that might be a way that they express themselves by wearing lots of that and really like getting creative with their makeup choices. Some Leo rising people like to just wear really crazy outfits, but they definitely like to grab attention and they really like to be in the spotlight at all times. Leo rising people are really passionate when they speak and when they communicate. Um, They are usually very dramatic and have like a really strong flair, they love a dramatic entrance, and they also are um, very creative and usually whatever they do for a creative outlet which can be anything from like being a chef to being a gardener to being a musician. That's going to be something that they wear on their sleeve and is a pretty major part of their identity. Leo rising people also feel like leaders, and this is also a part of their identity. It's usually how they're going to be known in their social circles or careers. And, um moving on to Virgo rising so Virgo rising people are extremely nuanced they're very professional they're very practical they're very grounded and down to earth and Virgo rising people can be the types of people that when we first meet them they just seem to be really put together they don't seem to have any sort of like emotional shit going on they just seem like really cool like really cool and in control of themselves and in control of their lives and capable that's very much the vibe that Virgo rising people give off. And they are very organized. And sometimes though, in the the lower vibe expression, they can have a lot of nervous energy. And, um, Usually, Virgo in the chart in sun, moon, or rising is very obvious, but obviously especially so with rising because that's how they show up. So usually, Virgo rising people are extremely fidgety. Normally, they physically are always moving. They don't like to sit down for long periods of time. It makes them very uncomfortable. And... Like Gemini rising people, Virgo rising people are also very intelligent. They're very intellectual, they're very smart, they're very well researched in usually multiple areas and so as a result they can hold a conversation on a very wide variety, variety. (laughs) I was going to say variety but then I went to say array, a wide array of very different subjects which is um, cool about them. And then we move on to Libra rising, which is my own rising sign. So like Taurus, Libra is one of the two signs that is Venus ruled. And so Libra rising people tend to be very attractive physically. Again, they usually just have very good facial symmetry and they um, just have an aura of like venus energy about them which is usually very attractive to other people. Now, Libra rising people really are the people pleasers. These are the people that regardless of their of their sun or moon sign which, you know, is often going to be something much more assertive, so that will come out later. But when you first meet a Libra rising, they come off as just being very pleasant. They come off as being really soft-spoken. They come off as just being really polite. You can tell that they're just trying to say the right thing. And that reason, they can, for that reason rather, they can be a little bit... um tricky to get to know, especially within the first couple minutes, just because you can tell that they are just trying to reflect back at you, whatever you want to see. And this is because Libra rising people generally really do like to connect. Um, they, they really enjoy um, a pleasant social situation. And so sometimes they'll actually just sort of bend and stretch like the conversation and their own identity in order to please the person to whom they're speaking. Now, again, Um, this isn't something that sticks. Usually this only lasts for about 15 to 20 minutes before the sun sign. And eventually if you engage in intimacy or connection with this person, you will see their moon sign. But at first they will come off as just being somewhat of a people pleaser. They'll come off as just being very low maintenance, very chill, um, just trying to get along with you and not start a fight or not start a scene. And, um, Moving on now to Scorpio rising people. So my one of my exes actually um, from a long time ago that I was involved with for a long time, he was a Capricorn sun, Aquarius moon, but he had a Scorpio rising. So again, this is a um, rising sign that I'm very familiar with. And actually, Scorpio rising people are really easy to spot because usually there's something dark about their physical appearance. You know, they actually have dark features like my ex did. He had really dark eyes, really thick, dark hair, Dark olive skin, he almost just kind of had that vampire look to him, and I feel like that's pretty common with Scorpio rising people. But even if it's not innate within them, they usually dress in a way that is almost like a very vampire y or just like dark in some way. They like usually the color black. Um, if they like, if like, if we're talking about like a woman or someone that that wears um women's clothing. They usually like to rock like really dramatic heels and they tend to be drawn to like corsets and very like sexy, sexual, dark clothing. They really like black. Usually they're shrouded in black. And Scorpio rising people are interesting because when you first meet them, they can actually be a little bit spiky. They can be, they like to be very contrary, I've noticed. And my ex was very much like this. They like to take the opposite opinion. They can be a little bit difficult to get to know within the first couple minutes of meeting them. And they can also be a little bit difficult sometimes to get along with. They can just be a little bit shadowy and spiky. Um, But they are genuinely extremely intuitive and deep and like that's something that you can sense about them immediately regardless of what comes out later with the sun and moon signs. They do emit like a real aura of like mystery and usually they do have like a lot of layers that you get to slowly peel back as you do get to know them, which is interesting. But you do normally have to get past that like sting because they like to usually deliver a couple like zingers before They get to know you too well to make sure that you can handle it. But some people just don't really like that. They're not going to put up with it. So um, Scorpio rising people do tend to have their defenses up in that way. And actually, Cancer rising people are similar. Anytime you're thinking about like a crustacean type um, animal, which is the ruling animal of both Cancer the crab and Scorpio the scorpion, they're very guarded. And so these are the two rising signs that are kind of the hardest to get to know in a deeper way without really kind of digging in but usually you know it will come out eventually of course libra rising people too can be tough to get to know because they're they're just trying to be so um accommodating that it can be hard to get to their authentic selves and it can take a little bit longer so that's just kind of an interesting observation I think those three three rising signs in particular can be tricky to um, get to know so the next rising sign would be Sag rising and again I actually have um, an ex with a Sag rising interestingly he was a Scorpio sun and a Taurus moon and it was his Taurus moon that I fell in love with actually And it was a Scorpio sun that I quickly um, got stung by with a a pretty uh, messy breakup. But it was the Sagittarius uh, rising that initially attracted me to this man for sure. Um, Sag rising people have the best smiles. When they smile, it's warm. It just feels so kind and generous, and you feel like the Sag rising before you is genuinely just a nice person. They feel like someone that you can trust when you meet them. And they are really trustworthy people. Sag rising people often put their foot in their mouths, though. They are very direct. Like Aries rising people, they usually are straight shooters. They kind of come to the table with lots of physical energy. They're very honest. They're very. Um, direct, straight up. Um, They don't come off as being particularly difficult to read, which is interesting though, because as with the case of my Sagittarius rising ex, he was a Scorpio sun. So five months into the relationship, when we became more intimate and I started to see the Scorpio. That was a really different layer. It was in sharp contrast to the Sagittarius rising that I had kind of first been attracted to. And so that's really interesting how that works because Scorpio sun is definitely not like a cheerful energy. But Sag rising people give off a very open and cheerful, optimistic, upbeat vibe. These people are really magnetic because they you can feel that they feel good and that's charming. Like we love when people feel good in and of themselves, like it makes us want to get to know them and be close to them. And Rising people really emit that vibe, whether or not it's true, whether or not, you know, there's a darkness to them later, which of course there is somewhere in their chart. But in terms of just meeting them for the first time in the first couple of minutes, they really give off a cheerful vibe, an upbeat vibe, an optimistic vibe. And that's I think their highest expression is they really help all of us feel more helpful when this is difficult. Capricorn rising. One of my best friends is a Capricorn rising. She is a cancer Sun, and she is a, um, what's her moon sign? Oh, Libra. She's a Libra moon. And so I love Capricorn rising people. They're extremely professional and they're always well known as being usually the most professional people in their workspace, whatever it is that they do for their career. They're usually the best ones at it in the space at any given time. They have an incredible work ethic and this is something that they wear on their sleeve. It's something that's immediately apparent about them. Capricorn rising people are um, very serious they come off rather as very serious that's not to say that they are very serious but they come off that way they usually do have like a very serious facial expression most of the time and they just have an an, a vibe of like almost melancholy about them usually but again once we get a little deeper the sun sign will come out and we'll figure out what's really going on underneath but definitely they can emit like a stoic kind of vibe and also On the plus side, Capricorn uh, rising people age so well. And we say this about Capricorn sun men and women as well, that they age exceptionally well and they actually get better looking with age. And I can confirm this because I have a Capricorn sun mom and she is beautiful. She's 66 and she is more beautiful now than than pictures of her that I've seen of when she was 20. And her skin is incredible. She literally looks like she's a beautiful 40 year old. And uh, Capricorn women really are the epitome of just aging with beauty and grace. It's just a gift that they have. But actually, this is even more true. If Capricorn is your rising sign, you're just going to age really well, which is kind of beautiful. Like it's just kind of a gift that you have. You're going to, you're going to age well. You're going to become more physically attractive with age. That's just a gift from your um, father there, Saturn. So that's kind of fun about Capricorn rising people. And then... Aquarius rising people are usually also can be a little bit contrary in their lower vibe expression, similar almost to Scorpio rising people in that way. But in their highest expression, Aquarius rising people are very eccentric and different. And this is immediately clear about them. We instantly know that the person that we're talking to is quirky and whatever it is about them that makes them special or makes them feel special and original and unique is something that they're going to really wear on their sleeve. It's something that they're really going to kind of all and rock and it's really going to be a big part of their image and the way that they project themselves they're proud of it and in their best Aquarius rising people really are um, improving the world and they're doing it in a way that they're also not ever conforming because their individuality is extremely important to them and especially to their image and finally Pisces rising so like Cancer Rising people, Pisces Rising people tend to be really fluid, not only in their moods, in their emotional states, but even more specifically with their image. Pisces Rising people can rock really different images at different times, completely depending on how they're feeling. They're as fluid as the element water, really. They can be really hard to pinpoint, but Pisces... Um, Rising people, when we first meet them, they feel very soft spoken. They give off like a very gentle, mermaid y type vibe. They can feel really, again, similar to Cancer Rising, very sympathetic, very empathetic, very psychic. We immediately sense that they know more about us than what we've told them. Like they listen and they just know, like they're very intuitive in that way. And they usually make really good eye contact and also like Cancer Rising people, Pisces Rising people, unlike Gemini Rising, they're extremely available for connection. So they're really like almost just waiting to connect with you and not talk, not chat, not communicate, but connect. They have really open heart chakras and they're really eager to form like a deeper connection, but they really don't like small talk. They really are looking for that juicy, deep dive or die kind of vibe. And actually Aquarius rising too. Aquarius rising people don't like small talk. Um, Gemini rising people, however, love, well, they don't necessarily love small talk, but they're really good at it. And so as a result, they tend to like it because don't we all like the things that we're good at? But the thing with Pisces rising people that I do want to mention is that they can sometimes struggle with boundaries. Their boundaries can be a little bit porous. And um, so that's something to keep in mind. We do talk about this with Pisces moon and sun people too, but it's actually especially pressing with Pisces rising people because it's who we are when we first are meeting new people. So when we're really eager to connect, sometimes we forget that not everyone deserves to be in connection with us. So that's something to keep in mind. If you are a Pisces rising, a really good stone for you to carry with you is black tourmaline, which is really kind of the very best stone for creating energetic boundaries. But if you find black tourmaline to just be a little bit too heavy for you, which you might, some people do, then try working instead with smoky quartz. That can be a really good alternative. It's a little more gentle, but it's still very powerful. to help sharpen your psychic boundaries, which is important. So that is my very quick and somewhat sleepy because it's like two o'clock in the morning right now, <laughs> take on the 12 different rising signs. So I hope that you enjoy this episode and I hope that you um, resonated with it. And I tried to kind of talk about not for all of the signs, because honestly, I have different levels of familiarity from lived experience with all 12 of these rising signs. But um, I tried to touch on both the lighter high vibe expressions of the sign as well as some of the lower vibe and I will do that consistently as we do talk about the interpretations of different signs and um, the way that they express themselves. I will try to be honest and and talk about how like that can be expressed because I think we do all know that there are both high and um, low expressions of all of the signs so anyways, that's the rising signs from my perspective in my um, professional opinion and experience. So I hope that you enjoyed listening to this. I hope that it helps you to understand yourself a little bit better. I hope that it helps you to understand your friends and loved ones and all the people that you know a little bit better because again, you know, everyone's rising sign that, you know, you've seen it because it's the first thing that you saw. It's the thing that makes you fall in love with people it's a thing that deflects you from people and makes you not really want to talk to people or be around people. It's really where we experience like our first, our first opinion forms about the person. Our first, um, not opinion, I don't really like that word, but we experience our our first merging with the person through their rising sign and through ours. So it's really powerful to think about the rising sign in terms of relationships and just understanding the self and others, what drives us and what's important to us. It's how we want other people to see us. So that is a really important part of our identity. So anyways, thank you so much for listening to this episode and I will chat with you soon. Take care.